Madam Speaker. There will now be an opportunity for silent prayer or meditation. You may be seated. Order. Order, honorable members. May I have your attention, please? May I have your attention, please? Thank you very much. Honorable members, I noted that yesterday, it took us exactly an hour, 10 minutes before we could start with the business of parliament. And Echo. Can, can you hear me now? Is there still echo? There seems to be a problem with our, our IT systems, and I'm sure during recess, all of those things will be dealt with. But I noted, honorable members, uh, with a heavy heart, I should say, that it took us an hour, 10 minutes, before we could start with the real business of the day. Now, there are certain things, rules I want to draw your attention to, which you are quite familiar with, and that is on points of order. Sub rule one, rule 92. A member may raise a point of order at any time during the proceedings of the house in terms of the procedure prescribed in rule 66 by stating that he or she is rising on a point of order. That's the first thing I would like to remind everybody on. A point of order must be confined only to a matter of parliamentary procedure or practice or a matter relating to unparliamentary conduct as defined and must be raised immediately when the alleged breach of conduct occurs. And that is rule sub two. Now, please note this. No other member may raise another point of order before the presiding officer has ruled on the first point of order. That is sub rule seven. No member may raise a point of order again, again, on a similar point of order if the presiding officer has ruled that it is not a point of order or that the matter is out of order, which is sub rule eight. 
Members may not disrupt proceedings by raising points of order that do not comply with the rules. A presiding officer's ruling on a point of order is final and binding and may not be challenged or questioned in the house. And this is now rule, sub rule 11. Now, honorable members, I am I'm reading all this because I am trying to, to I, would, I would want to ensure that there is no disorder in the house today. And honorable members, it makes it very difficult for a presiding officer when everybody is up on their feet and everybody is raising a hand whilst the presiding officer is yet to deal with the first point of order. It makes things difficult. I want to appeal to all of us that with all the differences we may be having, but it is important for us to maintain the decorum of the house. I'm appealing to all of us, honorable members. It is important that we maintain the decorum of the house. On that note, honorable members, I hope I am understood and that honorable members will conduct themselves like real honorable members should. I thank you honorable members for your attention. Honorable members, in the interest of safety for all present in the chamber, may I remind you to keep your mask on and sit in your designated area. Thank you. Order of the day. The secretary will read the order of the day. Resumption of debate on vote number one, the president's reply by the president appropriation bill. I now invite the honorable, the president to reply to the debate. The honorable, the president. Speaker of the National Assembly, Deputy President David Daberde. On a point of order. On the virtual platform. A point of order, Speaker. Yes. Thank there you very is much, a point speaker. of order. Thank you. Thank you, Speaker. I rise in terms of Rule 92, and I think in terms of uh, also being. Bring your, mic, bring, bring your mic closer. In terms of being compliant with your request that there must be order in the house, I will request your patience yes. and indulgence as I read what premises my point of order. So I'll begin by quoting the Constitution, Schedule 2, mm -hmm. 
so that we have a better understanding of what point of order I'm writing on. And I'm taking extracts from that, and it reads as follows. Faithful to the, the president swears and solemnly swears that he will be faithful to the Republic of South Africa and will obey, observe, and uphold and maintain the constitution and all other laws of the Republic. And he solemnly swears sincerely to promise it. And he promises that I will always promote all that will advance the Republic and oppose all that may harm it, protect and promote the rights of all South Africans, as well as discharge my duties with all my strength and talents to the best of my ability, my knowledge, true to the dictates of my conscience. Do justice to all, devote myself to the well-being of the Republic, all of its people, in the case of the oath, so help me God. So, House Speaker, I read this oath because the President of the Republic of South Africa has been charged with combating the Corrupt Activities Act, charged with contravening Speaker, honorable members, honorable members, honorable members, there's a point, there is a point of order, honorable Mazzoni. On top of my, on top of my order, Speaker. No. You said the order can't be raised on top of an order. This is an order. Can it be allowed, please be allowed to finish. Honorable member Tambo. Honorable Tambo. No, I will not cause disorder, I can assure you. But Honorable Tambo, with all your respect, I actually gave you time oh, to read your point of order. And you have quoted from, from the Constitution. Now my point of order that, is Okay, say your order, point of order then. The President of the Republic of South Africa has been charged with contravening, combating of Corrupt Activities Act, with contravening the Organized Crime Act, due to money laundering. Now there rises a point of order. We Honorable Mazzoni. That we don't want to be complicit. Be complicit you, with you, illegal activities. You are actually, you are actually Honorable Member, you did not finish your Rule 92. You said you want to do this in terms of Rule 92. And then you went on to read that aspect, which is very important to all of us who are here. We're all sworn to that from the constitution but you did not finish your rule your rule 92 which says rule number one at sub rule number one of that actually says a member may raise a point of order at any time during the proceedings of the house in terms of the procedure prescribed in rule 66 by stating he or she is rising which is what i was reading earlier on and then it says a point of order must be confined only, only to a matter of parliamentary procedure Speaker, or practice. Parliamentary no, to be addressed by allow, someone who's allow charged me, with money laundering. Allow me. Now, be addressed by someone who's charged with money laundering. Honorable member. Bribery, torture, honorable member. Stealing a crime. Laundering money. How is that parliamentary? Honorable member, the same in terms of in terms of Rule 85, no no member, honorable members, may impute. Don't do that. Up until the end. 
I'm talking. I'm on the floor. Honorable Tambo, I am on the floor. I am on the floor. Honorable Tambo, I am, honorable member, I am on the floor. Ah, you're not going to disrupt the house, I can assure you. I am saying to you, I am on the floor. Honorable Chief Whip, you're not going to disrupt. You are actually disregarding my authority. Yes, Honorable Chief Whip, Deputy Chief Whip, Honorable Mazonis. Um, uh, Honorable Chairperson, if I may rise, uh, Honorable Speaker, I'm terribly sorry. If I may rise on Rule 65 <laughs> of the Rules Book, read together with Rule 77. Rule 65. It doesn't matter what the president has done at any given time. The relevance of the of the president being here today is to respond to questions and motions that were posed to him yesterday. So that's the relevance. Then, in terms of section 77. We talk about gross disorder. And when the Speaker of the House tells you to take your seat or has explained to you that you are standing on the incorrect point of order, we have a duty which we have agreed to, and it stands in the Rules and Guidelines Book of Parliament too, to take your seat and then remain quiet. So I would like you, uh, Madam Speaker, to please rule on Rule 65, read together with Rule uh, 77, because I believe that both the points of order were irrelevant and are now causing gross disorderly conduct in the house. Thank you very much, Speaker. Honorable Tambo. Honorable Speaker, may I address you? Honorable Tambo, you're not going to address me. Sit down. Take your seat. You are not going to Speaker. address me because you have not allowed me to address you, honorable member. You've not. So allow me to address you. And my point is to you, honorable member, as you raise your point of order, you, 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 you should not in any way make reflections upon the president or any other members of parliament. And this is what you are doing. Your point of order when you started, I allowed you to speak because you said you wanted to rule, to speak on rule number 92. You went on, you read the constitution, which was very good. And I allowed you, I allowed you time. And after you've done that, you are now making reflections on people in the National Assembly. And I am saying I cannot allow that because that is out of order. That is out of yeah, order. May I clarify, Speaker? You're not going to clarify that. No, but you have made a ruling that I think is and inconsistent. In, and in addition, in addition. In terms of what I was saying, Speaker, you have not followed what I was saying. No, I followed what you are we saying. To take our time. Honorable Zabude. Speaker. But speaker, can you also can you also know that you are here in parliament as well on virtual platform? We have called okay. order here. Okay, honorable, honorable Tambo. You took my time. To you took your time, and I took my time to explain no the rules to you. God. The people that don't I, need to understand what we are saying. The president is honorable Tambo. You need to explain to the people. Of you South are Africa causing disorder in the house. 
Why are you limiting us from that? Honorable Tambo, you are causing disorder in the house. And, and I am warning you now, because when I address you, you should not talk as I address you in terms of the rules. Yes, Honorable Chakude. Thank you very much, Honorable Speaker. It's a point of I order. Honorable on Chakwin, it's a it's a it's a point of order, right? It is a point of order. But you are not going to scream. Yes, Chakwin. How do you know it's a point of order, Speaker? Honorable Speaker. I'm standing on Rule 69, yeah. Point of Order Rule 69, Sub-Rule C and D, mm -hmm. which reads, repeatedly undermining the authority of the presiding officer, no member may repeatedly undermining the authority of the presiding officer or repeatedly refusing to obey rulings of the presiding officer or repeatedly disrespecting and interrupting the presiding officer while the letter is addressing the house. No member may persist in making serious allegations against a member without adequate substanti substantiation or following the correct procedure. The, 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 the issue that the Honorable Tambo is raising, Honorable Speaker, hasn't been tested anywhere. The president is not arrested. The president hasn't appeared before the court of law. The president is not charged anywhere. So can we please not put the cart before the horse? Let's allow the process, the proper processes to be followed. Let's allow the law enforcement uh, agencies to do their work. As parliament, we are not trained to do that. The president agreed that he will subject himself to any process. So let's allow them. The rules are saying that, Honorable Speaker. Thank you, Honorable Zakute. Honorable Zakute, thank you. No, no. Hold hold on, honorable members. I'm not I'm not going to have anyone disrupting this session. Not again. Not again. Now, honorable member Chambo, I am now giving you a formal warning. You will not do what you have done again. We now proceed with the business of the time. May I ask a question, I'll share. Was there, did you make any ruling? But how's chair can I be protected? I want to You are protected, Honorable Tambo. Previous speaker says that I violated your ruling. Can you clarify if you made any ruling in terms of the utterances? You I have violated the rule because as I was addressing you, right? You continued to speak. I have given you an opportunity to address me in the same way that I came in here and I addressed all honorable members. I gave you an opportunity. And even though I gave you an opportunity, when I tried to stop you now, when you were making reflections on members of parliament, you continued to speak and I said, it cannot be. So I, I am now correctly so to giving you a warning. Honorable members, Yes. I now have Honorable. Uh -uh, uh -uh. Honorable Tlangwin, you and I have had a chat. You are not going to do those things which the, uh, the two of us have spoken about. Honorable Kalipi on the virtual platform. 
Yeah, thank you very much, Speaker, for recognizing me. Honorable Speaker, I think we are very unfair on Honorable Tambo. We are disturbing him while he's following the rules. He's quoting Rule 92, Subsection 1, which he is protected with. And when he's articulating his point of order and he's quoting the Constitution, you allow Mazoni, Honorable Mazoni, I don't want to say Honorable Mazoni. Honorable Mkalipi. To say that, but I'm still speaking in, uh, in terms of the same rule 85. A member, no member may impute improper motives to any member. But I have not passed, no way. Allow me to speak to speak on that because we have not had my point of order. And that's exactly what Honorable Tambo has just done. And this no, is what I'm trying to stop him from doing. No, just give us a chance, Speaker. Don't be like your your you, Honorable Kalipi. You must Honorable Kalipi. I am now warning you. Over this house, don't be impatient. We are putting point of Honorable order. Honorable Kalipi, I have warned you. On what now? I am saying to you, I have ruled on Honorable Tambo's statement. Because now you are challenging both yourself and Honorable Tambo are actually challenging my ruling. I want a clarity. I'm not challenging your ruling. I'm no, saying, you are. No, you just are. listen for a second, speak. I'm saying, honorable, why is he on the platform? You allow, uh, you allow Mazzoni to disturb him. Why is articulating in terms of Honorable Mazzoni. So when a speaker now, you don't respect the Constitution of Re Republic of South Africa. Honorable, you honorable, are you allowing honorable, the president to I'm not giving you a second warning. Just clarify South Africans wants to know that you have thrown out the, the constitution of the Republic Speaker. Just tell us. You are out of order. And because you are out of order and you have refused to listen, I am now removing you from the platform. No, no, Speaker. Speaker, you can't do that. It now, can be the only intervention is warning. Honorable Pambo. Speaker, please listen Honorable to her. Pambo, I've not recognized you. I have, and by the way, I did say that no other member may raise another point of order before the presiding officer has ruled on the first one. I didn't call for a point of order. No, I'm not going. I want, you are not going to force me to recognize you. There are other hands in the chamber here. No problem. Yes. Honorable 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 member, don't do that. Honorable member, just treat us with respect here in this chamber. There must be mutual respect amongst members. Don't scream at us. Honorable Mende, Honorable Mende, I recognize you. That's all we are asking. Honorable Mende, I recognize you. Honorable Umpile, I have not recognized you, and I'm warning you now. I am warning you, and I'm going to throw you out. Honorable Mende, uh, thank you very much, Speaker. Speaker, I'm rising on a point of order, Rule 92, Subsection 1. Speaker number one, 
I think you should also be cautious of what you say, because now you are intimidating us. You've just thrown out Honorable Mkalipi when she did not say anything but seeking clarity. Yesterday, you did the same thing. And men were manhandling Honorable Mkalipi. Honorable I have made a ruling. Honorable Mente, please, with all due respect, I have made a ruling on and you are not going to challenge my ruling. On a point, on, on a point of order, I will challenge your ruling. You are doing exactly what you did yesterday. You are again trying to prevent the business of the house from continuing i am recognizing other points of order on Honorable a point of order member um on a point of order yes you'll come after honorable uh, mamuluko thank you very much speaker um in terms i rise on point of order in terms of rule six mm. rule six gives the speaker the responsibility to frame a ruling which cannot be challenged throughout until a sitting of the rules committee that can make a recommendation to the house. I want to say, honorable speaker, since we have framed a ruling at the beginning of a city, at the beginning of the city, you made a framing. So meaning once we have done that, no other member is allowed to stand, make a reference to the matter that you have already ruled, which is relating to the president and the Palapala House. So what we are requesting, Mr. Madam Speaker, is that because of the framing and the rule that gives you that framing responsibility, and that the only time any member can rise on that matter, it's after a, a, a sitting of a rules committee meaning that no other member during this proceeding can stand on that point of order. And that immediately, you can make a ruling to take even them out immediately without having to on, listen to that on, member. Thank you very much. Honorable Kubai, Honorable Kubai, you are correct. There is that provision. However, honorable members, for now, there is no basis for me to use that rule. I, I will use that rule when the time comes and it becomes necessary for me to do so. For now, there is no basis for that. Honorable members, I take Honorable Shibambo from the uh, from the virtual platform. No speaker. <laughs> yes, on a point of order, speaker. There is no there is no rule that permits you none whatsoever to suspend the rules of the National Assembly. The rules of the National Assembly are permanently and perpetually applicable as long as there's a sitting of the National Assembly. Honorable there is Shibango, nowhere in the I rules that I have not the suspended power. the rules now, the point of, of the, the National the Assembly. Of, the point of there is no point of order, raising, Honorable Shibambo. The, the order that Honorable I'm raising... Honorable Shibambo, there is no listen. point of order. Can you please listen? listen. I am listening. You should yes. listen the to... The point of order is that yesterday... Listen to you called, you called, you called, You called rascals who are called Parliamentary Protection Services to sexually harass members. I call you rascals. What are uh, you talking you call, about? Listen first. Listen first. Be patient. Yesterday you, are out you called of in order, man. 
You called in security guards yesterday. You called in male security guards yesterday. I'm you of parliament. I'm giving you a warning because there's no point of order. There is no point of order. But listen, Listen on the point of order first. point of order, speaker. Speaker, take you a seat. You are treating people who are on the virtual platform. Take, take a seat on a Honorable Tambo, take your seat. Take your seat. No, yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Honorable Speaker. I thought in terms of the same rule six, your indulgence is bad. That the basis for its execution has always been there. And now a number of these a, a number a number of these members pointing fingers the uh, speaker is unparliamentary. He must not be pointing fingers at us. Okay, okay, withdraw with this. Withdraw this. You, you no, withdraw your finger, Chief. Withdraw your finger. In terms of rule six, they have continued to undermine the frame. Speaker Kungubele is pulling a zap sign at us. Kungubele is pulling a middle finger at us as members of parliament, Speaker. It's actually undermining Rule 6. Thank you very much, you, Honorable members. Thank you. Thank you very Point much. Point of order, Speaker. Hold on. Hold on. And speaker. Honorable members. And speaker. May I clarify something to all of you? All of you. I am sitting here. I am a presiding officer. I've got the rules here. And at some time, I have to consult with the table office because they are more familiar with the rules than all of us here. And I take their advice very seriously. I am saying, therefore, it is not yet the time for me to rule or to use rule six because there are rules under which we are still basing my facts on. I can just see yeah, we are going to finish this debate. I, I, speaker. I can assure speaker. you. Speaker. Speaker. The ultimate will be that the president will read his response and we will then finish and attend the meeting. I, you are not going to do what you did yesterday. In fact, speaker. Yes. On a point of order. On a You did not raise your hand. I did. I did speak. I said. No, you don't appear on my system. You just bashed in. You didn't recognize. You are not going to bash in. I'm addressing the assembly. Honorable Speaker Nkalukulu, my Honorable Primrose, this is my second warning to you, Pindafoot. Honorable Primrose, I have now removed you from the system. 
everyone has a right to dignity right. and that dignity must be protected mm-hmm. and i want you to clarify to us which dignity did you protect yesterday I am now giving you a warning for the second time. Pinda footy. Pinda footy. Pika. Thank you very much. Speaker. Speaker. Ponani. Um, I rise on a point of on. I don't do that. I rise on rule number 68, speaker. What are you saying? I rise on rule number 68. That's because irrelevant or repetition, speaker. The presiding presiding officer may order a member addressing the house to stop speaking if that member, despite warnings from the chair, persists in irrelevant or repetitive arguments. Speaker, from uh, since we have well, we started at 10 o'clock, the Honorable Punani, take your seat. Thank, thank you, Mr. Person. Thank you, Mr. Person. Now, honor, I now recognize you, Honorable Ntangwini. Thanks very much, Speaker. Speaker, you can't be doing that. You, you don't allow our members to finish the points of orders. I mean, how do you anticipate what the member is going to say? Unfortunately, Honorable, I am actually... Now, Honorable Member, if I may say this, Honorable Member... Where are we? Wait a minute. Honorable Member, if an Honorable Member, right from the beginning, in his opening statements, he's no Honorable Member, I can. You can't. Sit down, Honorable Member. You done? Sit down. Sit down. Thank you. Thank you. Now, honorable members, we continue. Order of order speaker. Yes, yes, honorable. Wait a minute. Okay, the problem that we are having here is that you are threatening people they can only you're going to remove them. You can't just remove people. Yesterday people were take a seat, honorable member. Take a seat. Take a seat. I am the only one who's presiding here. Okay, you continue. I am warning you now. Take a seat. I am warning you for the second time. Take a seat. Honorable. All right. Honorable member, will you please leave the house? Honorable Murray, leave the house. Point of order, speaker. Honorable Murray, point of order, speaker. Sergeant and Arms, will you please assist Honorable Because the men are touching our private parts. No, 
Okay, thank you very much, Honorable Mary. You have raised something. I was aware that the parliamentary protection services touch your private parts. As a woman, I would not allow that. But I'm appealing with you to leave to leave the house. You are a woman, and you are allowing men to touch our private parts. No, Honorable Speaker, now leave the house. I am now calling the protection on a point of order speaker. You are being disingenuous in this moment by saying you did not know. We are not going to be touched by men here. No security is going to touch our women. That's why you become racist because you deny. Don't be emotional, speak. I'm not emotional. I'm not emotional. Point of order, speaker. Point of order, speaker. Yes, point of order. I'm raising on rule number 26, subsection 2. Yes, speaker. Among some of your responsibilities, you have the responsibility to uphold the dignity of this house. And we are conveying a message to you, telling you that women EFF MPs yesterday were sexually harassed. We are telling you for the first time now, and you have ignored these constant calls, alerting to you as a speaker who's a woman, that women in this house were sexually harassed by the securities you called on them. And you are doing it again by ignoring us and okay. also acting okay. very unleniently to women MPs in this house. Thank you very much, Honorable Shirwa. How many men have been disturbing you online? Honorable, Honorable Shirwa. When is the woman you mute them? Honorable Shirwa. And you call securities on them. Honorable Shirwa. Hi, women. It's a warning. They must behave. Women must behave. Honorable Shirwa, Honorable Shirwa, I've, I've now warned you twice. And I just want to say something. I think for the sake of the integrity and the dignity of this house, Honorable Shirwa, you said you won. Honorable Mare, raise my attention to the fact that she does not want to be removed here by a man because they sexually harassed them. And I have said women should come in and remove her. Because she's refusing to go. You are wrong. I'm going to ask you for 
the last time. No, it's your fault. It's your fault. I've now warned you. Please leave the house. Leave the house. Leave the house. Leave the house on a Puccinua. Leave the house. But speaker, you can't do that. You can't do what you're doing, speaker. On a point of order, he's got the right to raise a point of order. And he's raising very important issues. Why are you on my hand? We are not recognized. Let me just finish with. Been raising my hand, but you don't. You don't allow me to raise my point of order. Thank you very much, Honorable Chirwa, for leaving the house. I what are you doing, Tambo? You see, you're doing it again. You call a man on me again. Honorable. You're doing it again. Honorable Tambo. Calling men to come and handle us in this house. You're not holding the house. The dignity of this house at the cost of my house. You're not doing us a favor. Speaker, by allowing us to speak in this house, we are telling you a very important issue. I am now we are being sexually harassed under your watch, and you are letting it happen. As a woman speaker in this country, stop you are not lenient on women MPs. Don't pick us out very quickly. I'm taking you out. us on the Zoom platform, but to men, you do nothing to them. I am now nothing to the men in this house. Honorable Tambo and Honorable Chirwa. I am removing you, Honorable Tambo, because you are trying to cover up because I'm telling you that you are lenient on men. Now you want to remove Tambo. What did he do? He did nothing. You said you must remove me. Unganapu Tambo, speaker. It's because you can see that what I'm telling you is that you are lenient on men. And you are very ungenerous. Speaker, 
Which insult? That is an insult. Down on, re- on record, speak. That she is unleashing brutality. Records. Men are touching women's breasts and bums and our private parts. You call that tell your members behave. Draw your attention, honourable members. Woman, as I read your names, as I read your names. Come here and be by you, honourable Tafeni. If you can say honourable Mukonto, honourable Mukatma Tulela, and honourable yes, those people must come here. Shut out by you. And that is speaker. What can they do? Rule seventy-three-five for obstructing the removal of members from the house. Members, leave. No. Okay. Leave the house. Leave the house. What? What did she do? Honourable members, leave the house. What did they do? What rule are you using? Which rule? Honorable members, will you now leave the house? It is Cyril who must leave the house. Will you please, it is the money laundered who must leave the will house. Will you please take out Honorable Matulela, Honorable Mkonto, and Honorable Tafeni? Tanzani speaker, what did they do? Honto is out, Honorable Matulela and Honorable Tafeni. You are not a woman when I speak. You are not a woman. You are a man. You caught people with water. Because you opened a bottle of water. And therefore, the murderer of Marigana people must also leave. They must leave. I said they must leave. Invite the PSS to remove them. Ladies, ladies. Invite the women from the PSS to remove the women. Today you remember that women must be removed by women. Today, only today. Honorable members, will you please lower your hands? Honorable members, lower your hands. Because once I have made a ruling on a member, I have to make sure that the member... Give us a kiss, Zanda. Lalela Suspend the business of the house. I now suspend the business 
of the house and you must suspend Cyril suspend the money launderer you must suspend all the EFF honorable members Amanda honorable members Charlatan we are not going anywhere the business of the house and whips will you please consult recording stopped Honorable members, I have requested the whips to come together. Honorable Zakute, Honorable Zakute, will you please escort the president out? Will you please escort the president out? Thank you. Honorable Chief Whips of Political Parties. Chief Whip, you are actually hosting the meeting which I have called. And whips of the majority party, will you please go out? The other whips are leaving.
Members, when the business resumes, the bells will be rung for 15 minutes for you to convene again in a short while. Yeah. This is what they set themselves out for, isn't it? See, the problem is that they think they have the monopoly on fighting. Thank <laughs> you. 
may be seated. Honorable members, order. Order, thank you very much. Let me start by apologizing to you for adjourning the sitting in the manner in which we did. All of us expected that by now we would be done with our work. However, uh, in terms of the powers vested in me, I had to, rule, to give rule number seven, seven um, because it allows me in the event of a grave, grave disorder at a meeting that the presiding officer may adjourn the meeting or may suspend the proceedings for a period to be stated by him or her, which is what we have just done. Honorable members, I want to start by, before I allow, I'm going to allow parties to speak and each party will tear the minute. But I want to start by saying what happened here this morning is totally unacceptable. All of us as members of parliament, the first thing in your orientation or in your induction, whatever it is, the first thing you are taught amongst others is that this part at the center where the mace is kept is a sacred part of the chamber. You may not walk there for as long as the mace is there. You may not even cross the floor from the one side to the other for as long as the mace is there. Now, what happened this morning was totally unacceptable. And I mean unacceptable, honorable members. But allow me to give each party a minute to speak. And honorable Tafeni, fact that I'm speaking with you present here, keep it in your mind, I haven't forgotten that I had asked you to leave the house. So once these parties have spoken because you decided to come back and you're occupying your seat, remember, you will still go out. Honorable the ANC Chief. Honorable Speaker, thank you very much. Indeed, you have practiced what is uh, written in uh, Rule 77 that when there is grave, grave disorder, you can suspend the house and we have fully supported your intervention. We met as political parties. I presided over the meeting as I usually do when there's a chief forum. We have agreed that on the order paper, there is one item, response by the president today here. And we are saying the president is going to respond in this chamber today at this hour. And whatever has happened in the previous um, uh, session before adjournment must be investigated and proper steps must be taken. We cannot be taken for granted 
here as members of parliament, when we have agreed to the Chiefs Forum, we are greeting the NAPC on the procedures that parliament is going to undertake. And therefore, as the ANC, we are saying president is going to address here because parties yesterday have raised their, their, their concerns, they've debated, they expect the president to respond. The South Africans are expecting the president to respond. And you cannot come here and talk about the charges that are nowhere to be found at this moment. When that time comes for charges, then it's a, it's a different uh, uh, game altogether. Now we want to proceed with the city. Thank you. I thank you, Honorable Member from the ANC, the TA. Thank you very much, Madam Speaker, Members of Parliament. What we have seen today in this House can never happen again. Not only do we as Parliament deserve better, but the South African Republic deserves better. We are 400 representatives of almost 63 million people. 63 million people count on us to make their lives better every day. What we did today was a show of embarrassment that will cross the world and we will be laughing on the world spectrum. It can never happen again. To be a member of parliament is an honor and we can take that honor very seriously. I don't want to talk about what happened because I think it's disgusting and I think Speaking. that it will be dealt with in an external forum. But what I appeal to everyone is for calm, for rationality, and for Speaking. us to do our work. So many people there's a point of order. However, Honorable Member, if I may remind you, I did say that when Honorable Members on the virtual platform raise a point of order, do so by raising your hand. The, the table assistants will see your hand on the system and will draw my attention to it. Sorry about I that. Yes. Thank you for indulging me. Uh, speaker, can we please ask the Honorable Mazzoni to try to either speak with a, sh a shop steward voice or speak closer to the mic because it looks like she's trying. Okay. To the voice, shops closer to the mic. Thank you very much. Thank you, Honorable uh, Malema. Honorable uh, Mazzoni, sit down, Honorable Mazzoni. Thank you. In this instance, and then you speak to, yeah, closer to the mic. Thank you. To be a member of parliament is a great honor. We all know this. 400 of us represent 63 million South Africans. We do not have the luxury of causing chaos, especially at a time where our country finds itself in the situation that it's in. Section 36 of the constitution limits our rights. And it says that no one's rights may outweigh someone else's rights. My party and my party leader took part in the debate yesterday and it is our constitutional right to hear the response of the president. The president has a constitutional right too to respond to what he was asked and messages that were sent to him yesterday. I ask that we hold the decorum of this house, that we start acting like the 400 representatives that the South Africans voted into public. And I would publicly like to thank the Democratic Alliance Caucus for being well behaved. And I'd like to thank every other member in parliament who sat down, did not get involved in physical altercations, and I'd like to say that I hope going forward we never see this violence again. We've come from a violent background. Let us teach our children that violence against violence. And we only need, and we only need to be an example of good governance and good behaviour to children who are watching Parliament. 
Thank you, Honorable Mazzoni. Thank you, Speaker. Thank you. The Honorable Member from the, from the EFF. In this case, it will be Honorable Shivambo from the virtual platform. Well, thank you very much, uh, Speaker. Uh, please beg uh, my indulgence, I beg your indulgence, so that we are able to hear each other clearly. Yesterday, the public protector of South Africa was suspended by a sitting president, and there is no conviction that has been passed by any competent... Honorable Shibambo, I don't want us to fight. I don't want... I'm, to fight. I'm giving context. Just, Please give... No, no, my saying. brother. No, no. You are, are completely out of order. We are now talking about the, what happened before I'm we giving, left here and context. how we move forward. Yes, the, the way forward that we are putting as the EFF is that the president, yes, he's not yet been convicted, but there are serious allegations against him. He must therefore not be permitted to speak here in this parliament. We did the same thing in the previous administration, and you know what have been the benefits of this decisive and necessary action. So Mr. Cyril Ramaphosa must not be allowed to speak today. There. In the same way the public protector is suspended, he must step aside as well so that he can be able to answer to all these allegations of money laundering, of torturing women. In the Thank same you very way, much, Honorable Shivamo, today, you've made your speaker, point. No, no, yeah, but I, you, you allowed yeah. the, the previous speaker to speak for two minutes. I was counting No, now. it was one minute. And then in conclusion, was, in conclusion, oh, speaker, You are at minus 23 uh, seconds now. In conclusion, Speaker, we have opened the case against you as a speaker and the security rascals of parliament we have assaulted our members who are currently in hospital. We are going to be held accountable for calling violence on members of parliament. We're going to take action against you. In the same way, we were, we were charged in parliament for touching a white person. Now we're acquitted. You are going to be held accountable for instructing rascals to assault members of parliament uh, in, in a way that is unconstitutional. So that you must take note of. Cyril okay. Ramaphosa must not speak today. Thank you very much, Honorable Shivambo. You've made your point, and I've noted what you've just uh, said. And he's not going to speak. That's may, may I now invite the Honorable Member from the IFP? Thank you very much, uh, Honorable Speaker and Honorable President. I'm sorry I'm going to sit, but I think it's better that you can hear. Uh, firstly, I believe that there are many platforms and fora where we could address some of the issues that are being raised here Conformist by, speaking. by other members. And Conformist. whether Honorable Malema wants to call me a conformist or not, is his right. I, I am allowed to express myself on behalf of my political party. And as far as we are concerned, we have gathered here over the last two days to deal with budget vote one. And we received uh, the remarks by the president. There were remarks by all political party leaders and we expect the president to respond to whatever was said yesterday. However, having said that, Honorable Chairperson, I think we also, as Chief Whips Forum, and we've agreed that we need to investigate some of the actions that took place in this house, the injuries that might have taken place uh, to members of the public protection order and to members of parliament. And this is something we want to assure this house that's going to be done. And we believe as the IFP that the president should respond and we want to listen to his response very, very carefully, notwithstanding the fact that other issues will be taken up as we proceed. Thank you. Thank you very much, Honorable Member. Honorable Speaker, Freedom Speaker. Front. 
Speaker, can you please ask the ICT to allow President Julius Malema to enter the platform? He's been put on hold. Why is he out of the platform? No, no, no. He had network issues. It was network issues, Speaker. So he's trying to log back in, but the ICT is not allowing him in. Please. Okay. Yeah. Thank Thank you you. very much. Honorable Malema did address me earlier on, but ICT, will you please make sure that he's back? Maybe he's cut off. But I don't think there is no there's a deliberate decision which was taken for him to be out of the system. Honorable Tangwini. Yeah, thanks, Chair. Um, Speaker, I just wanted to correct you. It was not Honorable Malema okay. for answered purposes. It was Honorable Buyan. So okay. can you just allow oh, Honorable Malema to the come? The voices. In? I'm sorry. sorry. Yeah. Thank you. I, I really assumed it was him. Will you please allow Honorable Malema to come in? The Honorable Member of the FF. Honorable Speaker, Honorable President, colleagues, this is Parliament. We are the members of the National Assembly, 400 of us. And in terms of the Constitution, we represent the people of South Africa. That is who we are. Each one of us represents 50,000 people out there, the electorate, and we should behave accordingly. That is a huge responsibility. Now, we may differ from each other in terms of political positions and points of view, But the Constitution clearly stipulates that the National Assembly is the highest legal authority on the national level in South Africa. And today we are busy with oversight, giving the President an opportunity to be responsible for his budget and also to do oversight and allow the President to reply. Whether we sit here until 9 o'clock tonight, the President will speak. That is the Constitution and that is what is expected of all of us. When we became members of parliament, we all swore an oath in terms of schedule two of the constitution in which we all undertook to uphold the constitution and the law of the Republic and to do our job in terms of the best of our ability. Some of us should do better. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you very much, Honorable FF. Honorable ACDP. Thank you, Speaker. Speaker, the ACDP would like to agree with you that what happened yesterday and today is totally unacceptable. And while we appreciate that there are a number of questions to be asked and answered by the president, we should allow him to account to the nation and to respond. So we are fully supportive of him responding today. The nation is looking to us for leadership at this time, given the large number of challenges facing us when you have COVID-19, when you have flooding, even parliament's fire. And they're looking to us. They're looking to the president. They're looking to us for leadership. And Speaker, we need as leaders to apologize to the nation for how we have conducted ourselves. And I also apologize for gestures from my side that were unbecoming. Each of us needs to maintain the decorum of the house. If we do not do that, then rightfully citizens of the country will start questioning the legitimacy of parliament and start referring to us as children or as a circus. And that we cannot allow. We need to be able to exercise our oversight correctly, and each party needs to be able to participate in that process in terms of the Constitution and in terms of the rules. I thank you, Speaker. I thank you, Honourable Member. Honourable Member from COPE. Thank you, uh, Honourable Speaker and Members. All the uh, chief whips of the political parties met, and the 
a decision there was taken that uh, the president must be allowed to speak so that uh, he can uh, give a response to the uh, problems, the questions, uh, everything that was raised yesterday. And um, the way forward, as you uh, proposed, we therefore agree with that. Thank you. Thank you, Honorable Member from Co. The AIC, not here. Good. Uh, thank you, Speaker. Honorable Speaker, the AIC is there. Oh, okay, sorry. Honorable. Honorable uh, Speaker, yesterday. Honorable Chapter. We took almost eight hours debating the budget votes. Honorable Speaker. Yes, we are listening to you. You are audible. Thank oh, you. yes. I was saying yesterday we took almost uh, eight hours debating the budget votes uh, on presidents. And all the political parties uh, had a chance or an, or an opportunity to say whatever they feel about uh, the president. And almost all political parties demanded answers from the president about the allegations that are, are put against him. We are therefore expecting the president to respond today and listen what he's going to say about the allegations. We, can, we therefore cannot disallow the president not to respond to our uh, demands, that is to, to, to our uh, 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 questions that we posed yesterday. As the AIC, we feel the president must be given an opportunity and respond as the decision taken by the chief, the, the whipari. Thanks very much. Thank you very much, Honorable from, member from the AIC. Honorable member from Good. Uh, thank you, Speaker. Uh, Speaker, what we saw yesterday and today is deeply disturbing to see the People's House degraded in the way we have seen it. Speaker, the rules provide that provide for the removal of a member from this House is not intended to provide an opportunity to provoke a forced eviction. The member that's asked to leave this House in terms of the rules should leave so without being forced to do so. And we should not see the disgusting violence that we saw um, this morning. I'm sorry to hear that there are members that are in hospital, but from where I was sitting, I saw members of this House assaulting parliamentary staff, and that's not acceptable. Speaker, we are here to conduct the business of the people of South Africa. Speaker, Order. we do not represent our personal grievances. Order. We Order are here members. to serve the people of Order. South Africa. There is no point of order for no now. Speaker, he is lying. There's no, no such that happened. Remove, no such that happened. withdraw that. You are saying he's lying. I will not withdraw. He's lying. He's lying. Why single us as saying we assaulted the staff? We did not. They assaulted We did not. No, that's a lie. Honorable Yako, will you please withdraw what you have just said? Not withdraw. Speaker. Okay, then if you're not withdrawing, please you may you are feel free to walk out. Please, you leave the chamber. Speaker, how is it that always the only option is to kick people out? Of Honorable Pambo, wait. I am using the rules of the house. Honorable Yago, please leave the house. Speaker, he is misleading the house. He is misleading the house. He is lying. He is misleading the house. We can take. Honorable, will you please withdraw? That is not what happened. You are refusing to withdraw. 
I'm coming back to you. I will allow good you finished. May I conclude, Speaker? Please conclude. Thank you, Speaker. Speaker, we're not here to represent our personal grievances. Why are you concluding? We're elected to serve the people of South Africa and their crises are urgent. Speaker, they rely on us. The people of South Africa rely on us to provide leadership and solutions, not chaos and disrespect. Thank you. Thank you very much. The Honourable Member from the NFP. Honourable NFP, please. Thank you, Honorable Speaker. Honorable Speaker, in this house, we have different processes that we follow. One of the things we're dealing with now is the budget process. And the purpose of a budget process is to ensure that we have allocations of resources so that we can deliver services to the people on the ground. Now, 63 million people in this country, Honorable Speaker, are watching the decorum and dignity of this house go to an all-time low. They have entrusted us as the highest decision-making body in this house to act in the best interest with respect, with dignity, with the highest levels of morality. Now, what we are doing here, Honorable Speaker, is everything else but acting in the interest of the people. The National Freedom Party, is very clear about this, that the process must continue. If we are unhappy about anything, we have other opportunities, we have other processes that we can follow. But this particular sitting must take place. It must continue. There are allegations. Allegations will be dealt with. There's allegations against many people, not only in the South, all over the world. But we cannot live just on allegations. Allow the processes to continue today. Allow the president to continue so that we can take South Africa forward. And I want to plead to anyone in this house that has the interest of the people of this country to please allow the process to continue. Thank you, Honorable uh, Member from the National Freedom Front. I am sorry, Honorable Member from the UDM. I should have called you before the member from the NAF. Thank you, Speaker. I think the I had Honorable Mazone complimenting or commending members of a caucus for being well behaved. Well, I think I should commend the 50% attendance record of the UDM in the House uh, for those guys for being well behaved. Look, Speaker, I think firstly let's give a bit of context. This is, uh, <laughs> if we were to look at it, this is uh, President Ramaphosa's uh, payback the money moment. Uh, if you were to look at the political strategies employed in the House. And it is not up to us or up to the UGM really to try to be a political analyst and analyze the position of other political parties, whether I agree with them or not. But what is important is that I have been in the media over the past few days, speaking on behalf of my party, saying that we expect the president to come here to account. And my leader, my president, actually did raise a few issues in his speech that he would like the president to respond to because this is the opportunity to do so. In other words, what we expect is that once you have allowed other parties to ventilate whatever views they want to bring forward, it's important that this process proceeds so that the president can respond to the inputs that were made by the party leaders. But I want to also say that I think the... The violence is really, the use of violence is really regrettable. 
it's something that is this house we need to once more investigate again look into it and see how we can prevent it from happening again in future i think speaker you know there are a lot of videos circulating around i was sent a video also of eff mps who are still being manhandled outside they were evicted from the house but outside of the precinct they were still being beaten even though they pose no threat to the uh, security what do you call them again pss uh, now I'm trying to say we need to look at people who have evidence of all the violence that has happened in the house. They need to be uh, submitted so that we look at this thing properly as we map the way forward and try to do it properly. I said all videos that have Thank you very violence. much, Thank Honorable you. Member from the UDM. Honorable Member from the ATM. Honorable Member from the ATM. You're not on the virtual platform? Okay. Honorable Aljama. Uh, thank you very much, uh, Honorable Speaker. Honorable Speaker, we would like to thank you for your leadership. We'd like to thank you for your fairness. We'd like to thank you for, the, for your decorum. And uh, however, uh, Honorable Speaker, it is unacceptable that Parliament should be a precinct for gender-based violence. I know there were issues about males touching the private parts of females, but for Al-Jamaa, it's also if females touch the private parts of other females. So we need to revisit the rules, uh, Honourable Speaker. There should be no sign of any violence in the parliamentary precinct. They, uh, so the speaker obviously needs uh, uh, to have certain powers to deal with these issues. So the rules committee, and I'm going to instruct Mr. Singh, who represents the speaker, the, the uh, smaller parties, we need to relook, look at the rules uh, as uh, to give the speaker other powers other than uh, getting people to be removed from the house, which is uh, uh, infringement on their dignity. And secondly, for them to remove, to be removed forcibly. It, this is unacceptable. We are setting a bad example to learners in classrooms, to municipalities all over because parliament sets the standards. So uh, Al-Jama would like to call for us to revisit the powers that the speaker has and to give the power, the speaker even stronger powers, but definitely we don't want the nation to see physical violence, physical removal uh, in the house. Thank you very much, Honorable Speaker. Thank you, Honorable Member from al -Jama. The last speaker now will be uh, Honorable Member from the PAC. Thank you, Speaker. The last speaker should have been the Honorable Member from al -Jama. This thing of calling this thing of calling Al Jama before PAC is at the college speaker. Apologize. Good Dalandi Bugel. My apologies, Honorable uh, uh, that as it may uh, uh, be that as it may come speaker, we have raised issues last night with the president. Issues that I believe are relevant for my constituents. And therefore, I, I expect the, the president to come and respond to those issues, in particular, the plight of military veterans. So the president must speak and respond to our issues. Thank you, Speaker. 
I thank you, honorable member. Honorable members, order. Honorable speaker, can I correct something here? Honorable Malema. Honorable Malema, yes. The honorable uh, Sin said, I said he's a conformist. I never said that. I, I was not even on the platform. I was listening on, on, on TV. So it's incorrect to just put me into things I'm not in, please. Okay. Thank you very much, Honorable Malema, for drawing our attention to that. Honorable Singh? Yeah, Honorable Speaker, I'd like to apologize to the Honorable Malema. There was no name on the screen and it sounded like him, but uh, thank you very much. And I hope he accepts the apology. Thank, thank you. you very much, Honorable Singh. Honorable members, order. Honorable member, as we proceed, allow me to, to just indicate to you that uh, we've taken uh, serious uh, consideration into the issue which was raised here by Honorable, Honorable Chirua. Honorable Chirua, who actually in, was really uh, throwing it at the speaker that the speaker is committing gender-based violence. I would like to say that one, we were not aware of what is happening if it did happen. And therefore, what we will do now is to conduct an investigation post this debate. Conduct an investigation, fortunately, there are videos everywhere, even outside there are cameras. So we'll be able to get um, in the exact information about what happened as people were being taken out. But equally, I want to commend Honorable Tangwini yesterday because when she was asked to leave the house, she understood exactly that and she walked. And the, as the parliamentary On protest- a point of order, Speaker, no, now you are patronizing us. No, this is you are patronizing us. Okay. And it's wrong what you no, are doing. No need to Never patronize. divorce me from our, my caucus. Never do that. We're not okay. You've been patronizing me the whole morning. We, don't we, ever do I that. I withdraw. Don't do it. I don't want to patronize the chief of the EFF. Thank you, Honorable Jamwini. Honorable members, on that it. note, we will investigate the matter as it happened. Honorable members, we are 400 members here. We are representing polit 14 political parties and of course representing 14 political parties also implies that we are representing millions of South Africans. As we proceed, I want to start with you, Honorable Chafemi. I, no, 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 wait. I want to start with you, Honorable Chafemi and remind you that the members who I had requested to leave the house have left the house. You were supposed to leave the house. For now, you have not done that. I am now requesting you to leave the house. Thank you, Honorable Speaker. Because during the time, the creature, that is a man, and the thing is never after all of that, Honorable Tafeni, will be investigated. But what you did, I am leaving. 
Honorable speaker, we are asking you to protect women. What is yes. this thing that you are doing that you allow men the presiding officer must instruct the sergeant in arms to remove the member from the chamber and the presence of parliament. Number two, speaker, she's telling if the sergeant in arms not is unable in person to effect the removal of the member, the presiding officer may call upon the parliamentary protection services to assist in removing the member from the chamber and in the
Virtual system. I am. I am. Who's that? No, I'm Why must they live, Honorable Chairperson? Why must they live when they were protecting themselves? Why must they live? Honorable members. Okay, Honorable Papa, are you going to help me? Please help. No, speaker. Honorable members, the platform yesterday had to be shut down because there was disorder and people were causing disorder from the platform. Speaker, I don't know why you are treating our there. members like this on the on the virtual platform. They are part of the house. They can raise points of orders anytime they see if they want to raise points of orders. All the members that are interjecting at times, you don't look at the ANC members that are interjecting. You are quick to see EFF members and want to kick us out of uh, out of the house. You didn't even give Honorable Yaku. We're still going to uh, talk to you. You said to her, no, take down your hand. I'm going to attend to you. Why are you not allowing her to speak? Now you want to also chase her out. Don't handle us like that. Don't stop I direct you to switch off the virtual uh, platform. Point of order, speaker. Hey. I uh, direct you to switch no. off the virtual Democratic speaker. Honorable clerks of the, of the, you have not switched off the virtual platform. You haven't. Mute everybody. Point Thank of you order very speaker. much. Honorable members, Honorable uh, Tafeni, starting with you, I requested I've, you to I've, leave the I've house. Rest, I'm rest, I'm rest. You That's know big. why. And I don't want to don't get know, into that debate right now. I don't know. The Honorable uh, Tafeni, you are honorable. I'm not going to do that. Oh. Honorable Tafin. Honorable Tafin. Honorable Tafin. Even yesterday you did this. And today, the reason why we had to adjourn the house, it was because of what you did. In fact, we adjourned the house and had to go and discuss because you decided to cross the floor and stand there and actually fought. Someone? Apologies. Apologies. I've mixed your names. 
But what I what you did was throwing water. You interfered as we were. Honorable, Honorable member, I am not going to exchange with you. Sergeant in arms, will you please assist the member to leave the house? Because you interfered with the process when somebody was being removed from the house. Uh, when we've investigated that, we can talk about it. Please, no, you, no, you leave the house, honorable member. Leave the house. Okay. Honorable, how do you allow it? Uh, point of order, Speaker, I have for the past two hours, if not three hours, been respectfully raising point of order, and you... I am waiting for the... Point yes. of order, Speaker. The Parliamentary Protection Services must assist and speaker, remove... Speaker, have a member of your Parliamentary yes. Security Services who was abusing us. Uh, her name speak, is speaker, I'm going to recognize me. Or you, you just want me to, to go on and speak. Her name is Ubiuti, and Speaker. she has a letter because she's doing it deliberately. She's not doing her job anymore. She's being personal. So she cannot come in here. Yena. Who's that? Ubiuti. Her name is Beauty. No. A security person is personally... Uh, Madam Speaker, you can't dictate too much arrest you. Madam Speaker. <laughs> Madam Speaker, I, I think you have just acknowledged that you chose the wrong person. If, if I could say something to you, honorable no. members, please, please, and you all know this, fact that I ignore your hands, it is not that you are being ignored. We have to finish with one person. Honorable members. Honorable members. Honorable Tafeni, will you please, will you please step out, Honorable Tafeni? Honorable Tafeni, step out. Which one? Honorable members, honorable members, I, I have requested you, honorable member, honorable member Tafeni, please leave and, honor, and, and parliamentary protection services. My instruction to you is that no male member should move the, east, the, 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 the parliamentary. And no member must interfere. Honorable members must be removed. Okay, all right. I'm waiting. I am waiting for the honorable member Tafeni to leave the house. Actually, you can't prescribe. All you need, honorable member, is to escort. That's all we've been requesting. That you just go. They are and, and strangling our speaker.
speaker. I think pretty much. Eh? I, I Thank think you, I'm, Honorable Tafeni uh, is gone. I, I'm coming back to you, Honorable Yako. Sure. Will you please rise and, and please leave the house? Honorable Yako, you asked why. It is because somebody is lying, and I said, please withdraw, and you refused. No, point of order, speaker. He misled the house. I said he misled the house. Honorable honorable member Yako, you said. You did not give me a chance. You said people, the person is lying. You You said it twice. I said he had misled the house. Honorable member, I said withdraw lying. Up and now you have not withdrawn. No, she was given time, please, Honorable. Honorable Iago, will you please take the floor and withdraw now? Honorable Chair, I withdraw the word lying. He misled the house. Uh, Thank you very much, Honorable Squatcher. I understand how you may be feeling that the speaker had ruled, but one thing I'm not going to have is this house collapsing in my hands before the president has finished his speech. Point, point and, of order, and speaker. And maybe after this, honorable members, honorable Papo, we can discuss this matter. Thank uh, you very much. Speaker. Honorable, I've not given you the floor. Yeah, but I've raised the hand. I haven't the given hours. you the floor. So when are you going to give switch me Switch off your mic and raise when your hand. are you going to give me switch, an opportunity? Switch off that mic. Thank you. Thank you. Honorable members, we are now continuing with the debate. Point of order, Speaker. You said you are going to recognize me a long time ago. Point of order. Honorable Ndwedi. Ndwedi. Uh, thank you very much, Speaker. Speaker, you are not going to treat me in this house the same way you are treating members that are on the virtual platform by illegally closing them out of these proceedings. You're not going to do that. What happens in the virtual platform must happen here. Now, I want to rise, Speaker, to say to you, why are you not, why are you so inconsistent in terms of how you apply the rules? Why are you not uh, identifying those disruptive, if people are disruptive, in the virtual platform? And tell IT to remove them as you identify those that are disruptive in the house. It is not consistent, Speaker. And what we are doing is unconstitutional. We are members of parliament. We must come here. It's not only some of these people that are representing their constituencies. We also come from constituencies that we happen to represent. I want you, Speaker, to open the virtual platform to allow all members of parliament to raise any issue that they would want to raise and identify identify such elements and tell IT to mute them or remove them from the platform. I've got a few points that I want to raise, but I'm raising this now. Thank you very much, Honorable Mundwedi. You've made your point, and I'm taking it into consideration. Honorable members, yes, Honorable uh, Mandela. Thank you, Honorable Speaker. Just wanted to point out and draw your attention that you should uh, study Hansard as to what Honorable Ntlangwini was saying to the security personnel, I'd find, you'd find that it was really cross violation of the rules of the house. They actually used a language that is unbecoming. Thank you.
Okay. Thank you very much, honorable member. Members on the on the virtual platform. These honorable members, honorable Tangwini, please. Honorable members, the, the following are the members. You are right, Honorable Mundwedi. These are the members who were disruptive on the on the virtual platform. Honorable Mautwe, Honorable Mente, they want they are raising points of order and I will allow them to do so. But what I will not allow, what I will not allow is for people to scream from the virtual platform because they are then causing disorder in the house. That's what I will not allow. Hence, we have closed everybody on the virtual platform. Now, I'm going to allow these members to raise the issues they want to raise. However, if what happened yesterday continues, I will switch off the virtual platform. Honorable Mawutwe. Honorable Mawutwe, you don't want to speak anymore? I've been wanting to assist you for a very long time and you have not been recognizing us. Firstly, let me deal with the issue of Honorable Mandela, who stood up there. He said we had and must investigate this speaker and throw him out of the house himself. He said that people must be moved in the house. So he's actually saying that in that same house of yours that you call honorable house, we must fight each other. Can you please investigate that speaker and help us and remove honorable Mandela because that is very unparliamentary and can be allowed. Thank you very much, now, honorable. I was saying to you, the president of the republic, there are serious allegations against him. That's not he a point of order, honorable member. That is not a point of order. And allow the law to take its course. Honorable Mawutwe. And therefore, yes, speaker. Honorable Mawutwe. Yes. Thank you for listening. Honorable Mawutwe, that is not a point of order. It is not a point of order. Please take your seat now and allow me to recognize the next speaker. Am I ever going to be recognized myself on, here in this house? Honorable, My hand has been up, I don't know how many times. I will recognize you later. Member Mende. Uh, thank you, Speaker. Speaker, number one, you call bouncers on members of the EFF and you don't pay attention to what those bouncers are doing right under your nose, in front of your eyes. In a full view of all members of the House, who come here to mislead the House to say we are unruly. Those bouncers came in dread, Commissar uh, Piwaba. Commissar Piwaba was never asked to leave the House. They okay. came in. The Honorable Mentwe, the issue about the bouncers has been raised and no. I've taken, I've taken that into consideration and there yes, will be an investigation of this matter. I did say that. Honorable Mentwe. 
are we washed can? away that this is what people are subjected to. We've agreed, we are investigating it, Honorable Mente, and therefore, please, the issue of the bouncers, for now, let's pack it until that can investigation I, is conducted. Can I finish my point of order, please? Yes. Can I finish now, please? Yes, Honorable Mente. Bouncers that you are saying is going to be investigated, we agree with you. And we have already laid charges against you and those bouncers that have been manhandling women and even sexually harassing them. One of them was even kicking a woman right in front of your eyes. You didn't call them out. You did not do anything. Simply because painted a person who's got money playing in his mentor. You have raised the matter and we've taken that into consideration. Honorable Speaker, one of your problems is that you are impatient. But, you don't want yes. to listen. Speaker, you, you need to allow us to finish, right? First of all, you are preempting what we want to say. The Honorable Mentor is giving you what happened currently in your house, and you are refusing to listen to her. Secondly, you want to kick out Honorable Yako. You want to kick out Honorable Yago because she is giving you a scenario of what happened in the house. You cannot preempt what the EFF members want to say to you. You can't. It's no. incorrect. Honorable Sane, don't belabor the point. The point has been raised and we've agreed that this matter will be investigated. Don't no, belabor the point. We are wasting time, honorable members. We are wasting time. Allow us to speak, honorable speaker. You are treating us like your stepchild, and us on the virtual platform must be given a voice. You are not giving us a voice. You want to mute all of us mutually. Thank you very much, honorable Sane. Honorable Chavalala. Thank you so much, honorable speaker. I greet the Honorable President. Uh, Honorable Speaker, one thing that seated here Speaker who as a member of parliament, in this house. we want to because say to yourself that, that we bow to your order. This is your house. All of us were bound by the rules. We've been observing some rules transgressions in so far as applying the rules to the latter. We want to employ you, Speaker, to be consistent. We want to employ you, Speaker, to apply the rules to the latter. You've made the ruling around this matter. Speaker, you've also, as a presiding officer, and the rules allows and gives you the right as the Speaker of Parliament on the matters in so far as frivolous points of order, on a matter that you would have ruled. You have ruled on that issue investigation would be happening. I don't think the speaker should allow any other point of order in so far as that matter. Secondly, speaker, the control of the microphones, rule 80, it's quite evident, it's quite important that it says, and I'm gonna read, in the event of a member not showing due respect to the authority or not obeying an order to ruling or direction of the presiding officer, presiding officer may disable or switch off the microphone be used by such member 
and order that the, uh, that be done. So speak, I also draw your attention to that and be consistent around it because you can't take point of orders on the same matter that you've already ruled. Lastly, speaker, on the uh, uh, rule 79, recognition of members to speak, you need to be consistent around it because the rules empowers you not to allow persistently the same members who's going to speak on a matter. And the last point, the last ruling that you made as we respected speaker, when you ask a member of parliament to say, can you withdraw and they didn't withdraw, you still give them indulgence and give them after you've ruled yourself. So I want to draw to your attention that let's not contradict this house. You are correct. This house cannot collapse on your hands, but it's very clear where we are seated. The members who are causing and are disrupting the house, you need to take your powers and do what is due to them. Because all of us as members and leaders of political parties have said the president must proceed and the president must respond. No member should not be able to close that uh, honorable speech. But in the way that we are going, I'm really getting worried that we fall in the hands and the trap of these uh, 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 plants that we are seeing here. Please take Thank order. Thank you very your much, house. honorable Thanks. member. Thank you. Thank you very much. You've said it all. Honorable members, all, what did she say? Didn't you listen? Didn't you listen? Montuedi, Montuedi, can you just, just, just for a few minutes, just give us the respect we deserve because I'm giving you the respect you deserve. Please, just, just for once, honourable members, I think we are reaching, we've reached that point where points of order which are related to issues which I've already ruled on will not accept. And no one can accuse me of being unfair, of being this, of being biased. I've actually noted points of order on all sides. In fact, I think some, some of the people are very impatient with me right now. But I wanted to give opportunity to everybody to express themselves. So that tomorrow as you go to court, because you are very much preparing to go to court, from what I have been told from the virtual platform here. At least you must have facts and not fiction about what happened here today. I'm no more allowing for points of order from both all sides, from all political parties. When are you going to- We are now continuing with, with the- um, in, with the response or in the, the EFL, the only symbol my hand has been up to see. Speaker, can you please not silence the voice of women in this parliament? Mr. President, my hand has been up. Can you please recognize Mr. President, me? the honorable the president. But on a point of order, speaker, the honorable order speaker. No, point of order, speaker. The same thing that we are telling no. you about, speaker, no, you are doing speaker. it again. Point of order, speaker. gender-based violence and you are silencing women in this uh, parliament. Point of order, speaker. End of order, speaker. The Honorable Piwaba's hand was Point of order, speaker. For the longest time. Uh, point of order, speaker. Point of order happens to be rule 92 of the rules of this house. 
I want to know if Honorable Mundwedi. Yes, speaker. Speaker, you must switch off your mic. Honorable Mundwedi, I have now ruled on this matter that I will not take any more points of order, and that if a person has a challenge, a problem with my ruling, you may want to challenge it later. No, no. no. For now, Honorable Mundwedi. Please, can please you, switch off your mic. Yeah, but you must recognize me. Honorable member, the house right now, switch yes. off your mic. Honorable members, I have now ruled after three hours that I am not taking any more points of order. And I hate to say this, the points of order which are being raised are similar points of order. And clearly there are points of order which are meant to collapse the business of the day. And I am saying, honorable members, I am not going to allow this. I'm not allowing it, honorable Mundwedi. I'm not allowing you. Uh, speaker, 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 you I cannot preempt what I am you want not, to say. In honorable Mundwedi, I am not allowing you. Honorable Mundwedi, running this house I am not in terms of you. the rules of order, or you are running this house in terms of what you think must happen. Point of order what? is rule 92 in terms of the rules of this house. And are you saying you are disregarding a rule of the house? Is that what you are saying? Is that what you are saying? I, I just want clarity from you on that one issue speaker to say, are you saying Honorable you are suspending member, rule what, 92? What you are leaving for rule number is, two. Is the speaker is, saying? Is your sub rule seven and eight, eight and nine? which is what I read here when we started, that no other member may raise another point of order before the presiding officer has ruled on the first point of the order. That was number one, rules, sub rule seven. No member may raise a point of order again or a similar point of order if the presiding officer has, uh, presiding officer has ruled on the matter. Number eight, members may not disrupt proceedings by pointing points of order that do not comply with the rule sub rule with the rule sub rule number nine. I hear you loud and clear. I want to engage you on that. You're speaker. not going to engage me. I want to engage yes, you on the point of order, speaker. You are on this house, speaker. On the point of order, speaker. What you have on read, a point of order, speaker, why are our members muted on the virtual platform? Please unmute our yes. members on the virtual platform. Speaker, can you please stop this guy to stop these gestures? Can you please ask him to stop with these intimidating yeah, gestures of him? Please. We will, we will We've been doing this this morning. Stop it. Honorable Mundueti. Okay, speaker, can you oh. unmute our members on Honorable the virtual Will you please leave the room? Honorable speaker, can you unmute our members on the Honorable Will you please leave the chamber? On what grounds is he leaving? Yeah, on a point uh, of order. Honorable speaker, on a point of order. Speaker, I for what? What have I done? For what? Speaker, speaking. President want to speak on the virtual platform. You're not going to create a comfort for the president. Because I raise that you don't understand. The rules that don't 
Honorable Speaker, I'm arising on a different point because you, you keep on muting us here on a virtual platform. And I personally, as a member of this parliament, we enjoy the privileges of being member of this parliament. I've not done anything to be muted, to deserve to be muted uh, on this platform. I think this approach is wrong. And for members of parliament who are sitting there to allow this, it's actually undemocratic. You've got 291 members of parliament on virtual platform who just get mooted for no apparent reason. And the leadership in that parliament doesn't rise to say not everybody should be treated the same. It doesn't matter how impatient we want to become. Each member will have to be treated as an individual. And if there is a transgression, let that transgression be communicated to that individual member before they are booted out or mooted, uh, Speaker. I'm pleading, please. Thank you, Honorable Member. We should not be mooted for doing nothing. We have not done anything. Thank you, Honorable Malema. The reason why I muted everybody, it's not, it's not just your members who have been muted. I've muted all the members on the virtual platform because it had become difficult for me to control the virtual platform. People were budging in, people were heckling from the virtual platform, and it became difficult to exercise control or even my authority on the virtual platform. And therefore, and unfortunately, when people talk simultaneously, when they address us at the same time and screaming and, 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 and heckling, it makes it difficult to identify who from the virtual platform is doing that. And, and I think this is what happened. You are correct. It is not everybody who's on the virtual platform who has conducted themselves in a manner which is unbecoming. But the situation is such that here inside the chamber, here, it has become difficult from where we are to deal with people who are on the virtual platform. Hence, the people on the virtual platform were muted. Unfortunately, honorable members, honorable members have not been raising their hands. The clerks of the, of the National Assembly have not been indicating that there are people who are raising hands from the virtual platform. All I hear are people screaming at me, saying we're here and, and responding to speakers who are here on the floor, who are talking to the issue we are trying to deal with. So, Honorable Malema, speaker. I don't think it's correct for you to say we just screaming. We've been raising our hands for you a very see, long time. Member, My hand has been up for more than an hour exactly now. This is what I am referring to. Yes, this because you exactly don't allow us to speak, Speaker. That's a problem. Zakuta. Thank you very much, point of uh, order, Honorable Speaker. Please note us after thank you very much, Honorable Speaker. Honorable Speaker, I rise on Rule 69 again which reads as follows. Members may not engage in grossly disorderly conduct in the House and its forums, including repeatedly undermining the authority of the presiding officer or repeatedly refusing to obey rulings of the presiding officer or repeatedly disrespecting and interrupting the presiding officer while the letter is addressing the house. Then point D, 
persisting in ma- in in making serious allegations against a member without adequate substantiation or following the correct procedure. Honorable Speaker, you adjourned the House. We met as Chief with Torah with yourself, and we agreed that the House will proceed even if it calls for the virtual platform to be muted. So those who do not want to listen to the president, honorable speaker, may peacefully leave the house. Those who do not want to be addressed the president, the nation out there is waiting to listen to what the president has to say. We are waiting to listen to what the president has to say. So any other thing, may be put aside, then we proceed with the business of the house. The constitution of the Republic of South Africa protects all of us. We cannot be held at ransom by a one party which co-cast their position of which is to disrupt this house. We cannot, honorable speaker, thank you very much. Thank you, Honorable Lagoja. I will take the two last points of order. The first one is, I'm sorry that I, I, I haven't heard your surname. You've been trying to get my attention. You're sitting next to Honorable Tangwini. Yes? Uh, thank you, Speaker. Can you please give it to the Deputy President? I don't know. What you see, this is my problem. I am giving you an opportunity. Oh, but speak to the deputy president. Speak, and was out the whole been, time. No, honorable Sanguine. They have been, no, but their hands have been up. And this is what I'm telling you the whole morning. Thank you very much. That honorable. is what I'm telling you the whole morning. That is what I'm telling you the whole morning. The stop. The hands is on the virtual. You are honestly disrespecting me now. You are really out of order. You are really out of order. Okay, honorable. I have ruled. On a point of order, you are not sharing. This is what causes confusion. On a point of order, into the confusion. Honorable Tanguini. I am saying to you, I've now ruled. I have ruled. On a point of order, Speaker. I, guys, I've ruled. I am not taking any more points of order. On a point of order. I am not taking any more points of order. On a point of order, Speaker. Honorable members, the whole morning, we have been dealing with points of order. And I allowed it point of order, because I don't want people to accuse us of being impartial. No, no. On I've now ruled order, no more points of order. 
Will you please mute the virtual platform and we proceed? On a point of there order. There is no debate. No, speaker, there's no law like that. On a point of order, speaker. Honorable members, I on will point now of order, allow the president to proceed. On a point of order, speaker. On a point of order, speaker. But on a point of order, Speaker, you can't be doing that. The Deputy President's hand has been up the whole time. You are saying you are, you are taking two hands, and you have noted the hand of the EFF. We are rightfully giving it to our senior, the Deputy President, whose hand has been up the whole time. Will, will you please, will you please leave speak? the House? They are members of the House. They must Honorable be Janguini, please no, leave the House. Speak. They are members of the House. Please leave they the House. Speak. Please, it's not going to happen. Please leave the house. Honorable please leave the house. Point of order, Speaker. And Mutuedi, I had said leave the house. Honorable members, please what, leave the house. Order, so, order, Speaker, you're saying what? You're Honorable saying members, what you are doing, you're being you, you very see. Consistent right now. What you, I don't be a presiding officer here. I want to be a presiding officer. I don't want to be political. I've, I've, I've done that. Honorable Tlanguini, leave the house. Sergeant and arms, will you please escort Honorable Tlanguini and Honorable Madukwe Mutuedi to leave the house? Now, why am I being Point of order, speaker. Everybody. Eh, eh, can I say, I'm going to leave as can I raise a point of order quickly, Speaker? Uh, leave the house for what, Speaker? For asking you if you have suspended the rules. Honorable members, yeah, our members, I've asked you to leave the house. For asking if you have suspended the rules, and I must leave the house. Okay. For asking if Not you have debate. suspended the rules. Am I going to carry them now? On what ground are the members following every step to the latter before people are thrown out, right? If she said the rules must be suspended. I'm the one who signs every day litigation papers when we have to go to court, right? Allow me to do things procedurally, okay? By the time I take a decision that a person must go, I must have followed every step so given to me by the clerks of the National Assembly. Okay? Doesn't want to Unmute our members on the virtual yeah. platform. I'm not going to members of parliament. Unmute them. Please go. Please go. Unmute them. Unmute them. They are members of parliament. It's illegal what you are doing. Yes. Call the I want to rise on a different rule, Speaker. Call the parliamentary protection. I'm rising in terms of rule get 77. Get the two people out. I'm rising in terms of rule 77, Speaker. It's of the Honorable Tanguini. Uh, Only rising. women should approach Honorable Tanguini. And I want I'm, to emphasize that people must just be escorted out. But, and if there is interference again, honorable members, you all leave. Those who are involved in the interference and try to prevent us from getting the two people out, they will leave the house. I'm rising in terms of Rule 77, Speaker. 
Yes. Need to speak because you shouldn't be here. Why? I shouldn't be here. Yes, I'm elected to be here. Because I said, I am elected. Are you saying I shouldn't be here? You go. I said go out. You never said I must go out. Leave. He deserves to know why he's being kicked out. Why is Honorable Nathan being kicked out? Deliberately. Deliberately. Puma. 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 Honorable Muntuedi Puma, please leave the house. Pakama, Pakama, stand up so that they don't touch you and walk out. Nima, wait. Thank you very much, Honorable Nzangwini. You may as well follow here. Remember, you shouldn't be here. Please, please, please. I said, leave the house. Leave the house, Honorable Member. Thank you. Thank you very much, Honorable Members. Honorable Mandela, I said I'm not taking points of order, remember? Yes, I respectfully speak. Honorable Mandela, I just, I'm, I'm reminding you that I said I'm not taking any more hands. Yes. Honorable Mandela, I'm not taking hands anymore. Okay. At least you must come. Thank you very much. Uh, honorable members, we now proceed with the president. On a point of order, speaker. On a point of order, speaker. And to sit here at oh, I cannot. Out. My own volition, I cannot. We cannot. No. Puma, Puma. Honorable Lisa, come. Get the member out, escort her out. I mean, really, I've been talking to you the whole morning. Now you are saying this don't man. Don't How can you say to an honorable member, this man? Out, Puma. Puma, honorable Yako, out. You are deliberately disregarding the authority of the chair. Honorable Yako, I repeat, you leave. Yes. You're not going to leave. I'm now calling the Parliamentary Protection Services to usher you out. Will you please usher Honorable Yako out? Pumasis, please out, out, please. Walk out. The two will escort you. They will escort you. Pumam Danam Pum.
I thank you, honorable members. Thank you. Shut the doors and we proceed. Honorable, honorable, the honorable, the, honor, the honorable, the, the president. Speaker, can the people on the virtual platform please be unmuted? I've ruled. I have ruled on the matter, Sisi. All of them are members of parliament and they deserve to be given the opportunity like all of us. No, they can hear. From where they are, they can hear. All they can't do is they to want speak. To raise they don't want, they want to I won't allow them to handle now anymore. Allow them to participate. I've ruled, all Sisi. Of us are I've ruled. Will you please leave the, ashamed, the chamber? I've ruled. Please leave the chamber. Are you then saying but that? Dog way, honorable member, will you please leave the chamber? Are you? Are you? My dog way, honorable member, will you please leave the chamber? Sergeant and arms, will you please assist her to leave the chamber? From our speak. Honorable members, the opportunity I have given to all those who are raising points of order have been abused. And in the course of that, people have not just abused the opportunity, they've abused us, those who are sitting here. And I just think that, honorable members, it is enough. Puma Sisi, please. You are not going to leave. I now ask the Parliamentary Protection Services to usher you out. But can you please unmute the members on the phone? <laughs> 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 no, it's okay. Don't worry. <laughs> Pakama, Sisi, Pakam. Bani Kamalek. Pentalang and Esco. Honorable Matokwe, you are delaying us. Please leave. Please leave the room. Okay, please leave the room. No, no, honorable member. Honorable member, you are not going to choose who takes you out. Out, Sisi, out. Thank you. Now, honorable members, may I just address those of you who are still here? Right? Point of order. I want to, yes, exactly that. Point of order. There is no point of order. I've point closed of... all points of order. Point of order, speaker. You may have ruled. I have ruled. Point of order. Honorable Ringo Madingozi, I have ruled. And if you want to overrule my ruling, you are also following. 
Uh, Honorable speaker, Madlingozi, speaker, I have um, rules. I've over, are you overruling this, me? Are you challenging my ruling? This is very much not, in, you know, there's the no condition that, that, that allows us to get people out. You can't do that. Ah, you have to open up you know, for the for the Honorable they are, they are they are supposed to be listening and participating also in Honorable Mazingosi, please, please, is, uh, please leave the room. Please leave the room. Please leave the chamber. We want to make progress. Please leave the chamber. Sergeant and arms, will you please take Honorable Mazingosi, usher him out? Please. Honorable Majingozi, thank you very much. I am. No, no, you are not speaking. You are not addressing us. Leave the house. Thank you very much. Honorable members, if there are those of you who are not prepared to listen to what the president has to say, you may as well leave now. You may as well leave now. If you are not ready and you are going to interrupt and distract us from what we have come here to do, you are not ready to listen, you may as well leave now. Those who are sympathetic, who have sympathy for those who have been asked to leave the chamber, you better leave now because there won't be another point of order. I will not listen to you. Thank you very much. This procedure of points of order has been abused, honorable members. You have abused it for three hours. And in the course of that, you are abusing us. You are abusing people who are watching the parliamentary session. You are abusing South Africans. We cannot continue to show and you're not going to switch on that because I've not allowed you. I've not allowed you to speak. I've not allowed you to speak. It's not a hand. It's a point of order. I've ruled there's no point of order. There's no point of order. There is no point of it order. Before the ruling that you made, that is no Honorable Matumba. That is before. Honorable Matumba. Honorable Matumba. Honorable Matumba. Will you please leave the room? Honorable Matumba, leave, will you please leave the room? Please leave the chamber, Tatu. Okay, we have people on, who are muted. Sergeant and arms, please platform. usher him out. Please usher him out. Say, it. <laughs> The Parliamentary Protection Services, 
Honorable Matumba, I have noted that you pushed the surgeon at arms. I've noted that. I don't know and I don't want to know, but I am saying what I have seen. You have pushed, you have pushed the surgeon. But right, but right, take him out. Puma Honorable Matumba. Right, honorable members, I want to repeat this. The opportunity I have given to honorable members to make their points of order has been seriously abused. And I want to say this to all of you, because I realize that some of you are very impatient. They don't understand why I'm doing all this. It is important for me to follow every step so that people who want to take this session to court do not succeed for the sake of the people of South Africa. Yes, point of order, evaluate what I've ruled. Can you please recognize me, Speaker? I have ruled. Can you please recognize me, Speaker? Sympathy. You want to live with the rest of embassies? I'm not sympathizing oh, with anyone. Can you please unmute all those members of parliament who are on the Bishop platform, Speaker? Unmute them, Speaker. They have a right to talk in parliament. They have... Honorable... Which they are representing. Honorable Nkonto. Please... Please, Honorable Mkonto, may we usher you out, please? Not leaving, Speaker. We are infringing on our rights, Speaker. We have a right to talk. We are representing constituencies here. Yeah. Members of Parliament who are supposed Services. to be as Honorable members, in terms of the rules, the Parliamentary Protection Services will now usher the, the colleague out. Honorable Mkondo out. Honorable member, thank you. Honorable members, thank you very much and thank you for your patience. Uh, it has been stretched, our patience has been stretched to the limit. But one thing you should always keep in your minds as you raise your hands, raising your point of order, is that the person who sits here has a responsibility to protect parliament, has a responsibility to follow every rule to the latter, to its finality. Every day, the Speaker of Parliament signs documents to defend Parliament from being litigated. 
So please bear with me. Thank you. Honorable members, order. Mr. President, our sincere apologies. Apologies first for the chair, the bank you are sitting on. And, and it's quite hard, our sincere apologies, but also for your patience. Please bear with us. This is how it is in Parliament. And this is all we could do to make sure that you respond to the issues people of South Africa have raised with you yesterday. Thank you very much. <laughs> I, I, I know that I'm uh, in a very dangerous position between yourself and your lunch and uh, this speech. And the planes, I, and the planes I know people, as well. people are wanting to leave. Indeed, Thank indeed. You. Thank you. Thank you. Let's speak of the National Assembly and Deputy President uh, David Mabuza, ministers and deputy ministers and honorable members. 14 is the number of times I have appeared in this parliament since 2018 to answer oral questions put by members of this house. And may I say also the NCOP. As deputy president between 2014 and 2017, I appeared 22 times in this house. 84 is the number of oral questions I have replied to this parliament between 2018 and the 1st of June this year, out of 84 submitted to the presidency. Now, as deputy president, the number was 114 out of 114 questions submitted. Those were all answered. 159 is the number of questions for written reply answered by this president since 2018 out of 160 questions submitted. One left. Three full days is the number of times I, as a sitting head of state, which in a number of places is unheard of, to have testified at two major commissions of inquiry since 2018. Other heads of states never submitted themselves to that level of inquiry. And when I've even told them I'm going, some of them ask me, what is this? Why should you as head of state even begin <clears throat> to subject yourself to such a process? The first being in August 2020 at the Commission of Inquiry into Allegations of State Capture, and the second in April 2022 at the South African Human Rights Commission hearings in the July 2021 uprising or unrest. This, honorable members, is the track record of this president in meeting 
obligations to be accountable. This is the evidence of this president, as well as my commitment to account to parliament and to the people of South Africa. Because we are a government elected by the people, for the people, and we are accountable to the people of South Africa for all that we do. As I said yesterday, people of our country must come first in all that we do. As public representatives, we are elected on the promise to improve the lives of our people, and we are obliged to keep that promise. It is the reason for this government and this parliament's existence as well. So before I get to this foremost priority, I want to reassure and indeed remind this house that accountability is a responsibility I have never shirked away from or shied away from. When I was elected, I promised that I would come to this house regularly and answer your questions, and I have done so faithfully. At times, there may well have been problems with programming, but I've always said, if I don't come now, I'll come at a later stage. The robbery that took place at my farm in 2020 is a subject of criminal complaint, and the law must be allowed to take its course. In other words, due process must be followed. I have listened, Madam Speaker, very carefully to the views of a number of members of this House who have raised thoughts, suggestions, and proposals on this matter. Some of the views have been to counsel me, and yet others have been laced with insults. I will not respond to insults. I should, however, say that the counsel and suggestions that have been made raises points that indeed I should consider in the face of the advice I have that I should not be responding to speculation, conjecture, allegations, or even so-called revelations. I will give all these matters consideration against the backdrop of the advice I have that this matter should be ventilated in the proper and appropriate forums. And I repeat that the law must take its course and due process should be the order of the day in this. And as a result, I will not right now be responding to all these matters that have been raised around this. Counsel that has been put forward, I will get put under consideration. Honorable members, the presidency occupies a unique place in government. It is indeed the front office of government and represents South Africa on the world stage, on our continent, and in a number of international forums. The presidency coordinates the functions of state departments, 
and administrations as opposed to other government departments that are tasked with implementing national policy and legislation that derives from this parliament. Above all, the presidency and the president is the custodian of the constitution and is a duty bound, the president is duty bound to uphold, defend and protect the constitution as the supreme law of our country. For all these functions to be fulfilled and the respective responsibilities to be met, the presidency must both build and lead a capable, ethical and developmental state. We therefore welcome the inputs that have been made during this debate, but the disruptions that we have witnessed, we welcome the thoughts, the ideas, also on the support that parliament will render to the presidency to enable it to better fulfill its mandate. The recent meeting between the presidency and the political parties, which was initiated, as I said, by General Bantu Holomisa on the issue of crime and security situation is an example of the way in which we can harness the energies, the thoughts of this parliament to address the most pressing problems our society faces. The finest example, however, is the regular engagements between the presidency and parties represented in this parliament at the onset of COVID-19 in 2020. That very first meeting in March of 2020 set the tone for the cooperation that would follow. The United Front presented by political parties and their rallying behind the national response gave reassurance and confidence to a fearful and terrified and uncertain population at the time it was most needed. It was the combined effort of the parties represented here that made our people feel confident that we as a nation can address COVID-19, which many other countries were failing to address effectively. In the ensuing months, more engagements and consultations would follow around the lockdown and other measures. These consultations were meaningful, they were deep and effective. As much as some political parties had different perspectives from those of the government we were, however, united in our determination to deal with COVID-19 to save lives and protect the livelihoods of our people. We can say with certainty that this strong collaboration and partnership played no small part in the success of our national response to the pandemic. It was a joy to see leaders of political parties going out to their constituencies, encouraging them to take up the measures that had been proposed, washing hands, wearing masks. And when vaccination process started, they were out there leading the charge. And we are grateful for that level of cooperation and one wishes it can continue as we tackle the more challenging aspects of our lives.
This is what social compacting is all about. It is about cooperation, building trust, and forging consensus. It is about building and nurturing spaces in which all voices and viewpoints are heard and considered. It doesn't only refer to government or business and labor, but all of society. And as political parties, you are elected representatives of the people of this country. You are here to speak for them and represent their interests. This debate has drawn attention to what I yesterday termed the real bread and butter issues our people are preoccupied with. That is what they want to hear us talk about. As the Honorable Heron rightly put it, our priority at this time is to achieve a just and prosperous South Africa based on special social, economic, and environmental justice. In my reply to last year's presidency budget vote, I said that we were determined to stay the course on our reform program in order to restore our economy, to attract new levels of investment, to create massive jobs, to boost wages and increase opportunities for all South Africans. Yesterday, I outlined the process we've made not only as the presidency, but as a country in meeting these goals. This framing was deliberate and conscious. Honorable Mbele, you may well have dismissed what we said as an update and update and so forth. What we were talking about is real. These are initiatives that are underway to restructure our economy, to reboot it so that it becomes an economy that can respond to the needs of our people. In line with its coordinating role, the presidency is driving the reform process from the center. Some honorable members have described the process as of coordination through the presidency as creating what they call a super presidency and is an over centralization of power. Far from it, we have found that this work that we are involved in is particularly in this era, is about strengthening the capacity of the state. It's about addressing that priority that we've often highlighted. We are helping to streamline and align government functions, assisting to manage and mitigate bureaucratic hurdles and fulfilling our critical oversight role. The National Development Plan lays out our vision for South Africa, and that vision is still current. However, we must say that at its heart, it is about eliminating poverty and reducing inequality. The enablers of this vision are an inclusive and transformed economy, an enhanced state capacity, and partnerships right across society. In recent times, a number of reports and studies have indicated that, yes, we may and will not meet our 2030 targets under the NDP. Because the problems that we have had to deal with are immense, but this should not stop us from trying. 
from doing as much as we can to try to meet those, some of those targets. We must ensure that the NDP is implemented, as the Honorable Jafta has emphasized. We further thank the Honorable Jafta for acknowledging the strides that have been made in reviving our economy through the investment drive that we have embarked upon through the conferences that we've been holding, the Youth Employment Service, and various other initiatives. In these intervening years, we have to redouble our efforts, and may I say, even work harder. Because as elected representatives, we have an obligation to improve the material conditions of every South African man, woman, and child. We have positioned ourselves as a transformative administration. And transformation takes time. It does not happen overnight. But when the right decisions are made at the right time, guided by the right cause of action based on good policies, progress results. Most importantly, the foundations upon which an, any economic recovery is built have to be solid, they have to be coherent, and they also have to be catalytic, and in a way also disruptive. In the presidency budget vote last year, I outlined key economic reform measures that were underway or were in process, driven by Operation Bulidela. The majority of these have subsequently been passed, including those that I highlighted yesterday, transportation, electricity, energy, telecoms, and water infrastructure. This year, through Operation Volintela, supported by the Project Management Office in the Presidency and the Red Tape Reduction Team, we aim to deliver even more. Security of energy supply has had a direct material impact on domestic and international investor confidence which in turn leads to a favorable business environment that creates more jobs. That is why supporting the process of structural reform in the energy sector has been one of our most overriding priorities in the presidency. The energy reform process is aimed at, in part at addressing our immediate challenges Whoever anyone meets about investment and growing the economy, they always raise the issue of energy. Yesterday, I outlined progress, the renewable energy procurement program, the conclusion of power purchase agreements for three risk mitigation projects and measures that we will be taking to close the electricity gap. But the ultimate objective is to fundamentally transform the energy landscape, create a new competitive electricity market, and most importantly, decarbonize our economy. For this reason, the Just Transition Partnership with the new Climate Finance Office in the presidency will be mobilizing resources and will be a game changer. This is the work being undertaken as we are committed to transformative, inclusive, and sustainable development. Two years ago, the presidency set its transformative sides 
on the labor market. It was at a time when the private sector job creation was constrained and hampered by the pandemic and many livelihoods were in danger or had been lost. Working with social partners and government departments, we designed a brand new way of addressing this challenge that we were facing. And we've been driving the implementation of the largest mass public employment program in our country's history. And many people have never really noticed. For the very first time in our country, we were able within a short space of time to get to a point where we created 900,000 job opportunities for a number of young people and women. And that in itself is something that we should recognize. To date, this employment stimulus has successfully provided work opportunities to all those people who are beneficiaries, who would otherwise not have been absorbed by the constrained job market. Companies were not employing people. In fact, they were shedding jobs. And we had this cohort of young people, as well as women, who were twiddling their thumbs, who needed to be absorbed into some measure of economic activity. We know, Honorable Mbele, that it is our youth who are suffering most from unemployment and exclusion. That is why the majority of the close on to almost 1 million beneficiaries of this groundbreaking program have been young people, as I said, and to be exact, 84% of them have been young people and 62% female. The second phase is supporting the Presidential Youth Employment Intervention and the Social Employment Fund that we've just set up, where we also expect young people to be the primary beneficiaries. The presidency has been championing the drive to transform the capacity of the state. Our vision is to realize the state that is fit for purpose to serve communities. And that brings targeted and inclusive development to where people live, study, and work. Now, the district development model is an initiative that we came up with and which was launched at pilot at the pilot site in OR Tambo District in 2020. Although the onset of the pandemic set our efforts to roll out the district development model back, the process has resumed in earnest. As part of operationalizing this model, the Department of Cooperative Governance and Traditional Affairs has been working with districts and municipalities to finalize their one plans. And these one plans outline the respective approaches of districts to resolve service delivery challenges, to enhance economic development and to ensure that there is job creation and key deliverables. Now this presidential inviso have been a means through which the presidency exercises oversight over the progress that is being made. And as I said yesterday, we plan to visit six more remaining provinces. And Honorable Hendricks has expressed a wish that the Imbizo in the Western Cape should be 
held on the Cape Flats. And Honorable Hendricks, your request will be given serious consideration. I would like us to be here in the Western Cape. Because this will be an opportunity to listen to the life experiences of our people and their concerns in the Western Cape. And no doubt such an embezzle will bring in people from a number of surrounding areas where our people live. District-based development is a transformation of government planning. It is a break from the past where departments worked in silos, where there was fruitless expenditure on irrelevant projects, a practice that was common, and where development was not aligned to the national objectives. Now, with the DDM, we have an opportunity to disrupt the very bad ways in which we were working. Now, once this model is fully institutionalized, it will result in better use of resources, targeted development, and responsive planning. It will also help us to have a microscopic look at our local government challenges. Challenges that we're now beginning to address together with the Auditor General, who has informed us that that's where the real challenge is for us. It will enable districts and municipalities to develop, but also harness existing local economic initiatives, such as the special economic zones, industrial parks, and agri hubs as well. Some of the honorable members mentioned some of these yesterday. We have set ourselves the target of rolling out the district development model in all 52 of the country's districts, as well as our metros. And we will be proceeding with this. Honorable members, as we proceed, it goes without saying that rebuilding state institutional capacity is transformative by its very nature. It was this presidency that instituted high-level commissions of inquiry into the workings of SARS and NPA. Credibility has been restored to these institutions as they implemented the recommendations of the respective commissions. By way of example, last year's financial year, SARS collected a record revenue of 1.5 trillion. Four years since I appointed a commission of inquiry into administration and governance at SARS, its turnaround has been spectacular. This revenue enables the state to fund social support, social infrastructure, and many other projects. These are the fruits of the reform process that we have undertaken. The Honorable Sheikh Imam has called on us to deal decisively with corruption at local government level, and we agree with him. I'm pleased to report that the work of the SAPS Clean Auditors team is ongoing and has seen a number of arrests for fraud and corruption at local government level. As a presidency, another focus for this year is supporting the respective departments to implement the recommendations of a number of high level commissions appointed by the president. Now, Honorable Hunewald yesterday spoke about a number of SIU reports whose recommendations have not been implemented. And these are going to be followed 
and we will make sure that recommendations that are made also by the SIU, and he mentions 464 of them, will also be followed up. As I indicated yesterday, a number of recommendations by the expert panel into the 2021 July unrest have already been implemented and that process is ongoing. Notably, restoring stability in the leadership of the state security agency and the South African police service, as well as crime intelligence. That has proceeded in tandem and we are beginning to see some good results. Yesterday, Deputy President also outlined the considerable progress that has been made in implementing the recommendations of the advisory panel on land reform and agriculture, a matter which Honorable Nyoncho also raised, not only about land, of course, he raised the issue of military veterans. The Deputy President is addressing that at my instance, and he reports to me about the progress and we must repeat that we hold, we hold the contribution that military veterans have made to the democracy that we today enjoy because they played an important role. And these were men and women who were prepared to sacrifice life, limb, and everything else. So that process of looking after our military veterans is ongoing and we will make sure that we address the various issues that are a challenge to their lives. Accountability is the cornerstone of any transformative vision if it is to be realized. No more critical is this than in the fight against corruption. A number of speakers have drawn attention to the fact that departments, are often slow in following up on the implementation of recommendations. And this, as I said on the SIU report, as Honorable Khruneval said, is going to be followed up. As I said yesterday, the presidency will be ensuring that recommendations will be acted on. We will furthermore continue to lend support and wait to the highest office in the land to work to the work of the multidisciplinary offices that we've set up, for instance, the Fusion Center, the Hawks, the SAPS, and the NPA Investigating Directorate, and all other entities that are involved in the war against crime. And we will soon be making an announcement on the anti-corruption advisory body that we announced we would be setting up. Now, Honorable Hunewald once again has called on government to focus on strengthening the criminal justice system to deal decisively with all forms of criminality that impacts on people's daily lives. This begins fundamentally with improving policing, as he has often said. The re-establishment of the CPS, the entry of new police recruits, the strengthening of public order policing will further be strengthened and making sure that the job that the South African police has to do that is tough is supported as much as possible because they do a thankless task for the most part. Our task is a formidable one, but I have no doubt we are gaining ground. 
Our economic recovery is gathering pace. The health recovery from the pandemic is proceeding. We are steadily rebuilding the capacity of the state, which we've often said was really compromised and almost destroyed during state capture times. As the Minister of Justice and Correctional Services told this house yesterday, our law enforcement agencies are crowing back on malfeasance and corruption and are doing so without fear, favor, or prejudice. Now, despite our many challenges, we are some way off from the South Africa that we were a year, two years, or even three years ago. When COVID-19 struck in early 2020, there were many who believed we would collapse under the heavy weight of this burden. And yet we pulled through, having been able to mitigate the health impact and provide social support to the most vulnerable in our country, possibly in the most outstanding way than any other country on our continent. The recovery that was promised is slowly coming to pass. Factories are back in full production and new ones are being opened. Small businesses and local economies are being revitalized and jobs are beginning to be created. And that is the important part that we should look at. Domestic and international investment is picking up. Many never thought that we would ever reach that one trillion rand investment target that I put. We're almost there. Public-private partnerships are being forged to close developmental logs, legs rather, and to grow the economy. So today, we again must prove the naysayers wrong as we confront the economic and social challenges of the day that we are living in. We can also do so if we work together and we can also do so if we join hands. Now, addressing some of the specific issues that were raised, it pained my heart to hear Prince Mangosutu Butelezi outlining the interaction or some of the things that were uh, said uh, by a premier of a province. Now I'm going to be talking to Prince Utelezi to see if there can be a good rapprochement between the two of them. I think that is important. It is important that we should do so. It really pained me when I heard him articulating this. Honorable Chabalala raised the issue of ESCOM, particularly in relation to switching off the lights in Soweto. Now that too, I would want to follow up because we need to find out why it could have happened, whether they had deep consultations or not. Honorable Hunewald, I told him before he left, he raised the issue of the African style monument. And I said from what I had heard from Minister Mtetwa, that was not the case. But he has said that he wants to have a further discussion with me on this matter. And honorable members, it has been a spirited and lively debate on the key issues that have to do with the lives of our people. 
And there have been many robust views that were put forward. We are grateful for this barometer of the health of our democracy. At the same time, let us remain focused. Let us put our heads together on how best we support the work that we are doing and indeed work together during the life of this entire administration. A well-capacitated, strategically oriented presidency driven by a long-term transformative vision is in all our best interest. For every few civil servants who are guided by self-interest, the vast majority are dedicated, ethical, and committed to their work. They are the men and the women who work each day tirelessly to serve our people in government, in, in hospitals, in police stations, and in our schools. They are the lifeblood of our country. I would like to express my gratitude to you all as members of parliament, members of this assembly, on my behalf and on behalf of the state that I lead for the tireless work that you all are doing in representing our people. And many of our people sometimes don't really know and understand the heavy burden that rests on your shoulders. They just don't understand. Many of you have to leave your homes from all over the country. Come and work here in Cape Town, work day in and day out. You run two households. You have a home from wherever you've come and you have a home here. When I became, when I became a member of parliament, I realized that I left my family in Johannesburg and I was here. When I bought bread, I bought two loaves of bread. When I bought a TV set, I had to buy two. Everything was duplicated. And it bears a heavy burden on yourselves, on your livelihood, on your social life, but also financially. I know, and many people don't understand this. They think as members of parliament that you're all fat cats. And that's hardly the case, hardly the case. So I'm, I'm giving, please say it was a joke. <laughs> so I'd like to thank you on behalf of the people of South Africa for the excellent work that you do. You pass our laws, we impose heavy burdens on all of you and the intellectual capacity that you put in the work that you do is to be commended. So thank you very much on behalf of the nation. I thank you. But I'd like, I would also like to thank the deputy president for his support and for the excellent manner in which we're both in executing the tasks that we were given by our people. The DP has taken on a lot more tasks, enabling our office to be more effective and efficient in tackling important matters that should lead to the improvement of our people's lives. When I'm not able to handle certain matters, like traditional leaders and so on, he comes into the breach and assists. So I thank him.
I would also like to thank ministers who are in the presidency, Minister Nkwana Mashabani, Minister Gungubele, and Deputy Minister Skotwa, Kekana, Siweya, who are deployed in the presidency for their continued dedication to serve our people in their various tasks. So thank you very much. I also want to thank the Director General of the government and the Cabinet Secretary for the brave manner in which she has performed her duties, as well as Director General as well in the office. The team in the presidency are the unsung heroes of our work that is being done to move our country forward. I also wish to thank the staff in the presidency, the staff in my private office, and those in the DP's private office for continuing to support us and making it a lot easier for us to do our work. And this includes our respective advisors. So, honorable members, Yes, and our two parliamentary councillors, of course. <laughs> and we, we really thank them because they keep us in touch with what is happening here in Parliament, much as we are not often here. So, the, well, no, 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 not only the chief whip of, 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 of the governing party, the chief whip of opposition as well. They, they do a magnificent job and that is the sisterhood that sits here at the head of the table. So, honorable members, for me, and the brothers as well, for me, this, this has been a meaningful debate disrupt, uh, dis, uh, despite everything else that happened around it, which is unfortunate, which is, in my view, totally unacceptable, because we do need to rely on the due processes we have, even as we have differences, we should rely on the processes mm -hmm. of our democracy to unfold, to handle problems, whatever problems we may have, whether they touch on the president or whoever, they are processes that need to be followed. So honorable members, let us get back to work. Let us ensure that we leave no one behind and enrich the democracy of our country. Thank you very much. Long live the president. Thank you. I thank you, the honorable, the president. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. President. Order. Point of order, honorable speaker. Order. Thank you, Mr. President. Honorable members, in order that there be no confusion, no member who was part of this sitting was unable to listen to the speech of the president. The platform was muted as the speaker had formed the view that the point of order procedure was being abused. The rules specifically, Rule 80, allow the presiding officer to disable or switch off microphones if they become aware 
that a member or members are not showing due respect to the authority of the presiding officers, are not obeying directions of the presiding officer, or are involved in disruptive or grossly disorderly conduct. In terms of rule 262, 262 and three, the speaker must maintain the, and preserve order of and the proper decorum in the house. The speaker must act fairly and impartially and apply the rules with due regard to the participation of members of all parties in a manner consistent with our democracy. As speaker, I must balance the rights of individual members against the collective right of the house to perform its constitutional mandate. I do not take this responsibility lightly. When I have instructed that the microphones on the virtual platform be switched off, it is precisely to ensure that the assembly is able to fulfill its constitutional mandate. It is not a step taken lightly or without due regard for first exhausting all other mechanisms for restoring order in the chamber. Honorable members, it was a difficult two days. And I really hope and pray to God for wisdom to ensure that there is no repetition of what happened. As I said earlier on, we may differ. We come from different political parties. We stand for different ideologies. We have different programs. However, the manner in which we must relate to one another, there should be some semblance of mutual respect. The manner in which we handle issues, we come from far, honorable members. Some of us have, are like furniture, part of the furniture in this assembly. We came here in 1994 being different political parties. We came here being warring groups of people. We came here, we worked together to draw up the constitution. As part of the constitutional assembly led by the president, we were here, we drew up legislation. It was a difficult period where for the first time we were coming together as people we're fighting one another. But in spite of all that, we never witnessed the kind of arrogance and disregard for people, lack of respect as what we witnessed here this morning. We never fought physically. We would always happily at one another. But at the end of it all, we learned to understand one another and appreciate all of us, what each of one, each one of us stood for. And that was in 1994. It cannot be that 28 years later, we have this kind of conduct. It is taking us back to where we come from. We do not need this. We do not need to be labeling one another we all are here representing the people of South Africa.
I thank you, honorable members, for your patience. I thank you for your understanding. It was not easy for me sitting here, but I can assure you it will not happen again. Thank you, honorable members. This session is actually long live the speaker.